Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. For an entire generation, people have experienced Star Wars, the only way it's been possible, on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is where the fun begins. Chewing. We're home. Hello, and welcome to the Blue Mill Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter and place your order, because we're about to talk all things Star Wars and Geek. Again, Tin Can. You're looking for work. Have a seat, my friend. Name's Toro. Toro Calican. Come on, relax. Picked up this bounty puck before I left the mid rim. Fennec Shand. An assassin? Heard she's been on the run ever since the New Republic put all her employers in lockdown. I know the name. Yeah, well, I followed this tracking fob here. Now the positional data suggests she's headed out beyond the Dune Sea. Should be an easy job. Well, good luck with that. Hello and welcome back into the cafe. This is episode 28. My name is Jeff. And on this week's episode, I am going to talk all about my favorite planets in the Star Wars universe. But before I do that, I just want to give my thoughts and opinions on last night's episode of The Mandalorian, which was Chapter 5, The Gunslinger. Just want to give my quick thoughts and opinions on the episode. And I was going to go back and grade... The previous four episodes but that would be a useless gesture because so far all five chapters have been an a in my book so i'm not going to do that but if you have not seen chapter five the gunslinger please do not listen to the first five minutes or so of this podcast so you don't get spoiled in anything i might say about it and of course the very first thing I'm, i am going to say is a big time spoiler we go back to Tatooine people, Moss Eisley. Oh my goodness, I was so happy when I heard those words come over the Mando's intercom after the opening space chase. We had an opening space chase too that opened up the episode. A bounty hunter was chasing down the Mandalorian because we find out later in the episode that 
the Mandalorian, we know his armor is worth a lot of money, but we also find out that the Mandalorian himself is worth any bounty that's out there now that the guild may, might have. So this bounty hunter is chasing him down, and this bounty hunter has the nerve to try to use the Mando's line on him. I could bring you in warm, or I could bring you in cold. And after the bounty hunter said that to the Mandalorian, Mandalorian slammed on the brakes of his ship. The bounty hunter went over the top of his ship, skimmed the top of it, and of course right when he got in front of the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian blew him up. But before the Mandalorian blew him up, of course the Mandalorian had to say, that's my line. I had to leave out a cheer after I heard that because I did. I looked at my wife right after the bounty hunter said that and I said, hey, you can't steal from the Mando. That's the Mando's line. How dare you? So that was Mandalorian's line and he got his revenge and it made me happy. So then all of a sudden we hear coming over the intercom from the spaceport of Moss Eisley telling him what hangar to land in. And I was so happy. I grabbed my wife's arm and I said, Moss Eisley, this is Tatooine. And we get to see big differences here. Five, five years after Return of the Jedi. Five years. And Moss Eisley has changed. In what way? The streets look deserted. There are very few people in the streets of Moss Eisley. Which is a big contrast from A New Hope. Especially the specialized edition where Obi-Wan and Luke are going through in the land speeder and you see big bustling streets and you know, people set up on the sides of the streets you know selling their wares um, there's none of that it, it looks very deserted on the streets of Moss Eisley and then the Mando comes up to the cantina the Moss Eisley cantina people oh my god I loved it so much and the big difference that I noticed right away, the first thing, right when the Mando walked in, no music. Silence. There's no music. Barely hear anybody talking. Why? Because the cantina is kind of deserted too. And there is no sensor there like there was when Luke walked in with his droids that picked up on the droids and that made him say, you know, no droids allowed. Why? Because droids are running the place now. Now the droids are allowed in there. You have droid bartenders. You have, it looks like droid servers. At least that's what I thought that R4 or R2 unit was doing when he was rolling around. It looked to me like he was serving drinks. I could be wrong. I've only watched the episode once so far. I'm going to go in for my second viewing right after I'm done recording here. So... It looked to me like he was serving drinks, but I could be wrong. But there is one answer I would like answered for me because this in this cantina scene is where the Mando meets this bounty hunter that he's going to be helping in this episode. I want to know, I really don't think it is, but I could be wrong. Is he sitting in the very same booth? that Chewbacca and Han were sitting in when they talked to Obi-Wan and Luke. Now to me, I really don't think it is the exact same booth because this booth looked like it was right across from the bar. And I think Han and Chewie's booth was a little bit back and to the side of the bar. But I could be wrong. 
please hit me up on Twitter. You know, send me a DM or just tweet at me. Or I now have a Facebook page for the Blue Milk Cafe at that BMC Pod on Facebook as well. If you search that, or if you just search Blue Milk Cafe, it should come up under the pages. And let me know on there. You know, if you think that was the exact same booth or not, I really would like to know what you guys think. But other than that, we end up seeing sand people, we see banthas, we see this really cool scene where you actually get to see someone communicating with a Tusken Raider instead of just fighting with them right away. I've never seen anyone just talk to a Tusken Raider before. And the way the Mando talked to him was really cool. It was through hand gestures, sort of like sign language, but not asking permission for them to cross the Dune Sea so they can get to their target, which was really cool, really liked it. Um, Like I said, I give this episode an A because I've given all the episodes an A so far, but this, this one and last week's Sanctuary episode were probably my two favorite ones. This one because of Tatooine and last week's Sanctuary because of the planet they were on in Sanctuary I thought was really beautiful. Plus, we got Cara Dune. Cara Dune is the character that I can't wait to see more of. That's why I liked last week's episode so much. Just keep up with the great episodes of the Mando. I believe I'm almost at five minutes here talking about this, so I want to start winding this down. But yeah, please, you know, call me. Leave me a voicemail. Send me a voicemail, and I'll play it here at, at the end of the show on what I'm hoping to start as a feedback segment, but I'm not getting enough of it. But I did get one a couple weeks ago from Anthony, a rural farm boy, which I'm very sorry I forgot to play it in last week's episode for you, Anthony, because I had Trevor Beast on last week, and I totally forgot to throw it in in the episode there. But don't worry, Anthony. Your voicemail will be towards the end of the episode here in my feedback segment. Still don't know what I'm going to call it yet. I actually do have a feedback, so... I guess this will be the first installment of my feedback section, which is still nameless. Like I said, I just have to come up with a good name for it. But you'll hear it at at the end of the episode. So, going to take a little break right now. I got to go get another drink of water. My throat's getting a little dry because I got to talk to you guys about my favorite Star Wars planets. So, after this break, I'll be right back and we'll talk a little bit about my favorite Star Wars planets. Good morning, Jeff. The usual? Nah, not this morning, Dex. I had a bad Ronto wrap last night, and my stomach is killing me now. Sorry to hear that. We're not in Batuu, you know. Does your stomach feel like you've eaten a bunch of death sticks? Trust Galactus Seltzer to ease heartburn faster than a Neju. Wow, I feel great, Dex. Thanks. You want that calf to go? Yes, please. I'm ready to take on those rebels. Galactus Seltzer. Always the one. No more, no less. Results not guaranteed. Star Wars. You and your children loved it. Now the Earthlings at Kenner have asked my associate and me to present the Star Wars collection. 
truly remarkable toys and games for your children. What is so excited about now? My goodness, the Star Wars TIE Fighter and X-Wing Fighter. Now your children can relive our great space battles or collect our wonderful Star Wars companions with Kenner's Star Wars action figures. R2, it's a little new. Kenner's new radio-controlled R2-D2 anyone can command. Ah, the Star Wars land speeder that moves like it's floating. And here's Kenner's Death Star space station, four floors of action, a trash compactor too. Listen, R2, that's the Star Wars electronic laser battle, a game of speed, reflex, and reaction. These and other toys and games in Kenner's Star Wars collection are sold separately. Batteries are not included. May the force be with you and your children. And we're back. Now, let's talk about my favorite planets in Star Wars. I think, of course, Tatooine would have to be one of them because Tatooine is where it all started for us that actually saw Star Wars back in 1977 in the theaters. Tatooine is a planet that started it all. Iconic twin suns, Dune Sea, Mos Eisley, the Cantina, has some of the most iconic sets in Star Wars, I would think, on Tatooine. So Tatooine would definitely be one of them. Also, I'm going to say uh, Mandalore. I I love Mandalore, especially the when we saw Mandalore there in the Clone Wars. I would like to know more about Mandalore. I would like to spend more time on Mandalore. I'm kind of hoping we get to see Mandalore in the Mandalorian. Yeah, how does it look now after the Great Purge? I would really like to see more of Mandalore. Um, and of course, you have Naboo. Love Naboo. If I had to live anywhere in the Star Wars universe, it would be Naboo. Love Naboo. I love Feed. Beautiful city. I love the lakeside that you saw in Episode 2 where Anakin and Padme were. It's just picture perfect that would be my go-to planet when someone asked me where would you live in the star wars universe my first choice is always naboo my second choice would be alderaan if it didn't get blown up alderaan is an honorable mention for me just because we didn't get to see much of it before it got blown up which is a shame coruscant is always an interesting planet especially a planet that's an entire freaking city i would love to see Coruscant again maybe in an upcoming Star Wars series on Disney Plus just exploring like other areas of Coruscant yes we saw the Jedi Temple and the Senate and everything like that and that area of Coruscant we saw the levels in the Clone Wars animated series but like the other side of Coruscant is is it different I know it's still all city, but is it, is, it, is it different? A little different. I'm not, I'm not sure how to explain it, but just I would like to know more about Coruscant. Kashyyyk, love Kashyyyk because of the Wookiees. I love Wookiees, and the main reason I like Kashyyyk, and some of you won't like this reason, is because of the holiday special. Those map paintings that made up Kashyyyk in the holiday special were magical to an eight-year-old. I love Kashyyyk. I love Wookiees. 
and I love the fact we got to see it live action in Revenge of the Sith. I would love to see more Kashyyyk. Maybe in a solo series on Disney Plus? Huh? Make Solo 2 happen? Come on, you can give us more of Kashyyyk and you can give us more of Corellia in that series because I'd like to know more about Corellia as well. There just so many possibilities with a solo, you know, series. So many possibilities, so many different planets you can go to. You could introduce more planets or you can just revisit more of the ones we already know and give us more background on the planets that we don't know more about. Bespin. We know of Cloud City, but what's the rest of Bespin like? I know it's a big gas planet, but there has to be other cities there except just Cloud City, right? Show us more. Yavin 4. I love Yavin 4 because of the temples and stuff. It's just so many possibilities with different planets here that we can go to if we have a solo series. So many planets we can go to and learn more about in the Cassian Andor series as well. It's just a plethora of planets. Actu, I love Actu. Um, not sure if I'm saying that right, but that's how I say it. Of course, I why do I love that one? It gave me Porgs. And I love Porgs. That's why I love Actu. I love the Porgs. Some people don't even want to think about this planet. Hoth. Because of the snow. But I like snow. I liked Hoth. And actually, that's one of the reasons I like Starkiller Base. Speaking about a planet, um, Starkiller Base. I'm going to classify that as a planet. I wasn't going to say the Death Star in this because the Death Star is not technically a planet. It's a battle station. It's not a natural... It's not a planet. Starkiller Base to me was a planet because they did take an entire planet and change it and turn it into a weapon. So it was a planet before it was a weapon. And I like the climate on Starkiller Base as well. You had the snowy, the snow, the forest. I really like that aspect of it. And the only reason I'm saying Dagobah is because that's where we first met Yoda. Would I want to live on Dagobah? Hell no. I have to give it its props because that's when we first met Yoda. And Geonosis, because my favorite part of Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, happened on Geonosis, the battle and the arena. I love that. So Geonosis is getting a shout out for that. And I'm going to end with Mustafar. Mustafar because of Darth Vader's castle and that's where Darth Vader was really born to me. I know Darth Vader was actually born on Coruscant in Palpatine's office when Palpatine knighted him as Darth Vader. That's when he actually became Darth Vader. Yes, that's when he got his name. That's when he actually became Darth Vader. But when he got chopped up and had to be put in the suit, that's when he was Darth Vader. Now, I believe he was put into the suit on Coruscant. So... I guess technically he was born as Darth Vader on Coruscant, but 
Obi-Wan, the duel happened on Mustafar, and that's why Mustafar will be one of my favorite plants as well. And I, just to wrap this all up, it's just every planet in Star Wars just seems to be unique and different in its own way. And it's just so hard just to like filter in a few planets as my favorites because I know there are some out there that after I'm done recording when I was doing you know any of my favorites lists I, I will always think of another one after I'm done recording and go damn it I forgot about that one but it's, it's, it's real hard just to filter all these planets down into a little list and say these are my favorites out of all of them but they, they're, they're each unique in their own way and I think a cool idea for a series on Disney Plus under the Star Wars banner on Disney Plus would be have a series of you know people from Lucasfilm maybe maybe like Andy Andy Gutierrez from the Star Wars show have her and Anthony Carboni sit down and talk about the different planets of Star Wars and give us more information about about them. I think that would be a pretty interesting series. Actually, I would I would love the Star Wars show to expand and maybe go into like a 20 minutes 20 minute version of the Star Wars show and end up on Disney Plus someday. I would love that. Because I love the Star Wars show. I watch it every week. I don't always get to watch it on Wednesday when it comes out. Sometimes I don't watch it till the weekend. But I watch it every week and I, I, I love it. I love all the little interviews. But just think, an expanded 20-minute version of the Star Wars show on Disney Plus. Expanded interviews and stuff like that would be awesome to me. But let me know what you think. Please start giving me feedback. And I could use it here at the end of the episodes and start my new feedback segment, which is coming up right after I'm done here. I got a feedback from the Royal Farm Boy, Anthony. Um, I believe it was about my favorite droid episodes, or my favorite droid episode. So... He gave me his feedback on that, and I will play that right before my outro. And I just have to come up with a name for this feedback segment. So, you know, if you have any feedback, please send it to me in a voicemail, email, um, a direct message on Twitter, write it on my new Facebook page on Facebook. All the links and stuff will be in the show notes, as always. And, of course, after the end of the show, after after the end of the show. Jeez, I really need to end the show because I can't talk anymore. After the outro, stay tuned for the very next episode in the for the NPR uh, radio drama of The Empire Strikes Back. I believe it is episode 6, but last week I was wrong in saying what episode it was, so... I'm probably wrong again, and if I am, the correct number, episode number, will be in the show notes. And of course, as always, until next time. How do, Jeff? It's Rural Farm Boy. Was just giving you a listen. Pretty sure it was yesterday. Of uh, 
your episode 26, where you were talking about droids and your favorites, and asking Blue Milk Cafe listeners about some of their favorites. And I've always had an interest in droids, even back since, well, since that first Star Wars story. And as time went, up into here and now, we've been, we've seen lots of different droids, lots of different kinds of models, makes, in many different Star Wars stories. And ones that stand out to me that I think I really like. Well, I've always been partial to protocol droids, and maybe just for starters because of 3PO, but then... Well, we get to see CZ3. He's the one that's that's wandering around in, in the, the back streets and alleys in Moss Eisley. We see him for just a minute. Who was also, incidentally, also played by Anthony Daniels for that moment that we see him. I always thought he was really neat. And the Death Star droid... That one, when I got to see a really good close-up picture, and even when I got the original action figure, yeah, I kind of took a favor and for a time of him over 3PO, just because he was something really different. And then later on, we see two more 3PO models in uh, the next story, Empire Strikes Back. We see K-3PO in the command center. And for a moment, we get to see an R-3PO wandering around in the hangar in Echo Base. Yeah, I thought they was really neat. R-3PO is the red one, and he's got a little bit of black trimming on him, on his on his uh, coverings. Yeah, p- protocol droids, and yeah, kind of partial to astromechs, too. Back when my oldest girl was about, oh, she had to be six or seven. I built a static astromech, and I modeled him after what we've seen in uh, Phantom Menace. There's a red, red astromech that we get to see in the hold of Queen Amidala's Royal Naboo ship. And I'm fairly certain he might be, he might have been the only one to not go out when all the droids go out to repair the ship. And I went and built her that, all from scratch and found parts, and it was so much fun. And it's since long been gone, but that was a, that was something that really st- stuck with me was, if I would want to have one of, one of any kind of droid that we ever saw, I would probably go with a protocol droid. And there's a couple, no, even that most recent, I ain't going to go and say to speak on it too too heavily, but the most recent story we was told, uh, Force Collector. Yeah, the main character in that story, Car, he's got a protocol droid that he aims to make more resemble, look like a medical droid, but he's plainly a protocol droid who ends up, as the story's told, being his best friend. Yeah, that, I could see that being me. Also wonder what your thoughts are on... Uh, I'm glad you got to see Mandalorian finally. I'm very glad for you. And glad that you're 
really happy with it. Who, who ain't? Um, also curious about your thoughts on most recent Star Wars Resistance. You keeping up with that? Because if you are, then you know we just got to meet Tor's mom, Vanessa Doza. So now I'm thinking, friends, we can't just go and speak of Resistance and say Doza no more. Now you got to be meaning who you're talking about. Either Tora or her mom, Vanessa, or Emmanuel, who's also Captain Doza. You can't just go say Doza anymore because now you got to speak to who you're talking about. There's my thoughts, and I'm sure you'll be putting episode 27 together this coming weekend. And I'll be looking for that in my playlist and hopefully get it to give it a listen probably on a Sunday, I'm expecting. So till that time, my friend, my Keystone brother, I'm on the left side and you're on the right side, but we're both in PA. Look forward to your episode 27. Till that time, Jeffrey, may the force be with you. See you on the radio. I have spoken. Give the evacuation code signal. visiting the cafe. We know life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. And remember, blue milk, it does a body good. humble servant that won't be necessary star wars the empire strikes back by brian daly based on characters and situations created by george lucas episode six way of the jedi
long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there came a time of revolution when rebels united to challenge a tyrannical empire. Now it is a dark time for the rebellion. Their base on the planet Hoth has been destroyed. Their surviving rebel units are scattered among the stars, waiting to regroup at a secret rendezvous point. But one rebel must follow his own course. Commander Luke Skywalker obeys the instructions given him by the spectral image of his one-time teacher, Obi-Wan Kenobi. With the aid of his astrodroid R2-D2, Luke is bringing his X-wing fighter on a landing approach to the mysterious planet Dagobah. There, he is to further his training as a Jedi Knight under the tutelage of the legendary Jedi Master, Yoda. Picking up any cities or technology. Massive life form readings, though. There's something alive down there, all right. <laughs> yes, I'm sure Dagobah's perfectly safe for droids, R2. Let's go in a little lower, see if we can pick up some terrain features. I know, I know, R2, I hear you. All my scopes just went dead. I can't see a thing through this cloud layer. I just can't tell what's doing it. Well, we can't turn back now. Just hang on. I'm going to start the landing cycle. Brace yourself, R2. TIE fighters have been unable to re-establish contact with the Millennium Falcon. Well, Captain Nida? Considering the number of smaller craft we've lost in the asteroid field and the damage to our star destroyers, intelligence has concluded that the Falcon and her crew have been destroyed. No, Captain Nida, they're alive. I want every ship in the fleet to sweep this asteroid field until they are found and captured. Lord Vader, we've had a priority signal. What is it, Admiral Piet? The Emperor commands you to make contact with him. Move my flagship out of the asteroid field at once, so that I may send a clear transmission. Prepare my communications vault. At once, Lord Vader. servant awaits the unbended knee, my emperor. What is thy bidding? There is a great disturbance in the force, Vader. Yes, I have felt it. We have a new enemy. Luke Skywalker. Yes, my master. He could destroy us. He's just a boy, almost untrained, scarcely tested, and Obi-Wan can no longer help him. The Force is strong within him. The son of Skywalker must not become a Jedi. If he could be turned, he would become a powerful ally. Yes. 
he would be a great asset. Can it be done? He will join us or die. How will you find him? I shall tempt him with bait he cannot resist. Once I have the Millennium Falcon in hand, Luke Skywalker is as good as ours. Go forth then, faithful servant, and work my will. landing right into a marsh no no stay in your socket r2 it's only a short way to shore i'll have a look around no lock yourself down r2 if you don't look you're gonna lose your balance r2 r2 r2d2 where are you Careful. Lucky the water's only periscope deep. Look, I'll meet you over there. See it? Over on shore. R2? R2, the shore's over that way. Hey, R2. Over this way. The bank isn't as steep here. R2, there's something behind you. It's coming right towards you. R2, get up here. Hurry. R2, answer me. R2D2? Oh, no. What? R2! Hey. Hey, are you all right? Say something. Come on. Stand up, little buddy. Whatever that thing was, it spit you out. You're lucky you don't taste very good. Anything broken? Good. You know, if you're saying that coming here was a bad idea, I think I'm beginning to agree with you. Oh, R2, what are we doing here? It's like something out of a dream or I don't know. I'm not even sure how I got us here. Oh, never mind. Night's coming on. We better set up camp. That's the last of the gear. You ready for a recharge, R2? Okay. There you go, R2. <laughs> You're welcome. What are friends for? Uh, now all I gotta do is find this Yoda. If he even exists. I don't know either. I, mean, I don't even know where to start. I was expecting a fortress or something. <laughs> Swamp Planet's a pretty strange place to find a Jedi Master. 
place gives me the creeps too. Oh, you're right. I could use a little supper. Hmm. Still, there's something familiar about this place. I don't know. I feel like feel like what, stranger? Like we're being watched. Oh, don't shoot! Away for your blaster. Only my walking stick have I. No harm to you or the droid, I mean. Listen, sneaking up on somebody's a good way to get yourself roasted, little friend. Merely curious am I. I am wondering, why are you here? Please slay me not. Oh, come on, you can get down off that log. It's just, I was looking for someone. Looking? <laughs> Found someone you have, I would say. Yes, <laughs> but a green gnome isn't what I had in mind. Help you, I can, stranger. Yes? Uh, I don't think so, little guy. I'm looking for a great warrior. Ah, great warrior. <laughs> Wars not make one great. Aha, uh -huh. in time for eating have I arrived. Oh, plenty there is. Put that down. R2 and I are going to... Hey, that's my dinner. Awful it How you get so big, stranger, eating food of that kind? Listen, pal, I'm not exactly wild about survival rations either. I mean, we didn't mean to land in that mud puddle. If we get our ship out, we would, but we can't. So why don't you just run along and do whatever it is that you do? Oh, cannot get your ship out. <laughs> what else you have in these metal boxes besides bad food, eh? Hey, leave those alone. Oh, so many useless things you carry around. Uh, look out! You could have broken that power capsule. Uh, worthless are these gadgets. Why don't you open those big green ears of yours and listen to me? You... You're making a mess. Give me back that energy lamp, will you? No! No, stranger! Mine it is, or I will help you not! Hey, look, I don't want your help. I want my lamp back. I'm gonna need it to get out of this slimy mud hole. Mud hole? Slimy? My home this is! Not for you to say such things about my... Oh! oh! No, try! No! My lamp! Mine! Let it go! Ah! R2. R2, let him have it. I mean, just so he'll leave. Oh, sure, yours, yours. Now, will you move along, little fella? R2 and I have a lot of work to do. No, no, generous stranger. Stay and help you, I will. <laughs> Find your friend. I am not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi Master. He's supposed to be here on day to Jedi Master? Yoda. You seek Yoda. You know him? Take you to him, I will. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. But now we must eat. No. Not this nonsense food of yours. Come to my house. No, wait a second. What I... food have I there? Sorry you will not be. Come. But, but... <laughs> Follow me, big stranger. Come. Oh, brother. R2, stay here and watch after the camp. No, R2... I have to find this Yoda. I haven't got any choice. Don't worry. I'll be back as soon as I can.
Bobby. Uh, that's right. Oh, keep your head careful. Careful. Oh, no. Boy, low is your ceiling. I mean, your ceiling's kind of low. High enough for me, it is. Giants like you must bend. Over there on the floor, sit yourself. Time now for food. Hey, listen, do you usually keep all these snakes and lizards around your house? Or? My friends, they are. And harm nothing. Usually. What? <laughs> Wiser you would be not to sit upon them. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. On the table is your spoon. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm sure that stuff's delicious, but I, I just don't understand why we can't see this Yoda right now. I mean, I wouldn't mind traveling in the rain if that's the problem. Here, your bowl take. <sighs> okay. For the Jedi, it is time to eat as well. <laughs> eat! <laughs> eat! Hot! Good food! Good! <laughs> That's great. Listen, how far away is Yoda? Will it will it take us long to get to him? Not far. Yoda, not far. <laughs> Patience. Soon you will be with him. Eat now. Root leaf it is. I cook. Yes, root leaf, root leaf. <laughs> Thanks. It's great. Yes, thank you. Now, why you wish to become Jedi? You know, pal, you're asking a lot of questions. In my home, are you? A guest eating my food? But I never even asked you to bring me to this hut. I don't oh, see why... How polite should you be? Nothing would it cost you. <laughs> why a Jedi, then? Well, mostly because of my father, I guess. Ah, your father? Powerful Jedi, was he? Powerful Jedi. Oh, come on. How could you know my father? You don't even know who I am. Oh, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I've got friends waiting for me. I should be with them. So? So, I've got to find the man who murdered my father. Here I am, sitting around this hut in a swamp planet. Uh-huh. And find him you would? For revenge? Oh, no. This is getting me nowhere. I'm wasting my time here. Boy has no patience, Obi-Wan. He will learn patience, Master. What? Ben? But how? Much anger in him, Obi-Wan. Like his father is he. And was I any different when you taught me, Master? Ah, this one is not ready, Obi-Wan. Yoda. You. But I am ready, Yoda. Ben? Ben, I can be a Jedi. Ben, tell him I'm ready. Ready are you? Loud, unthinking youngster are you? What know you of ready? But Ben told me to come to you so that I could learn... For 800 years have I trained Jedi. My own counsel will I keep on who is to be trained. Yoda. Master. Hmm? I, I don't mean to sound... No right have you to call me by that word. You have not earned it. A Jedi must have the deepest commitment. Hmm? The most serious mind? Oh, how can I convince you? Oh, Obi-Wan. A long time have I watched this one. All his life has he looked away to the future, to the horizon. Never his mind on where he was. Oh. What was he doing? What were you doing, eh, boy? Uh, huh? Oh, oh hey, listen, I didn't see it like that. Maybe you're right. But Yoda, I never had anyone to teach me any different. And so you dreamt of adventure, eh? Excitement, eh? A Jedi craves not these things. Reckless are you, son of Skywalker! So was I, if you remember, Master. He is too old, Obi-Wan. 
Yes, too old to begin the training, Luke Skywalker. No, 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 no. I've learned so much, Master. Yoda. Ben. Ben, if I can't do it, if I'm not worthy, then why was I brought here? Won't you both at least let me understand why I had to go through this? Please. Will he finish what he begins? Luke must answer for himself and live by his answer. I won't fail you, Yoda. Or you, Ben. I don't want anything the way I want this. <clears throat> yes. Yes, Yoda. And I'm not afraid. But you will be, son of Skywalker. You will. Extract it needs. Hey, who is at my window? Oh, R2D2, little droid. Inside would I invite you, but bend down you cannot. Yoda? Master? Here am I, young Skywalker. I'll feel you. I feel good. In fact, I feel great. Good? Your strength will you need. Later we will eat. No, breakfast can wait. I want to start learning right away. I have so many Patient questions. Patient must you be. Here. What? On your shoulders, put this. A knapsack? But what am I carrying? In it will I ride while you train your body, while you train your mind. All right. <laughs> Master, Dagobah doesn't show up on any chart. And the instruments can't penetrate the cloud layer. How can that be? My privacy do I value? Oh. <laughs> you know, where's my weapons go? Oh, here. Got it. Think you that you must have weapons? Bring them, then, if you feel you must. Now, bend down, but onto your back I may climb. Right. Uh, Up you go. <laughs> Yoda, would you rather that I didn't take my weapons along? No more questions! Come! The growing begins. The way of the Jedi. Tired are you, huh? With Yoda on your back? Open yourself to the Force. Now run. Run! Still for a moment, young Skywalker. All that exercise, and I'm still not tired out. I must be doing it right. Mm, yes. A Jedi's strength flows from the Force. Feel it. Contemplate it. But beware of the dark side. The dark side. Mm. That's what won Vader over and made him murder my father. If once down the dark path you start, Forever will it dominate your destiny. Consume you, it will, as it did Obi-Wan's apprentice. I see him in my dreams, and I think his name so often. Darth Vader. Is the dark side stronger? No, no. Quicker, easier, more seductive. How am I to know the good side from the bad? You will know when you are calm, at peace. 
passive. Hmm. A Jedi uses the Force for knowledge and defense, never for attack. Master, tell me why I can't use it so that I can no, go. No, no, no. There's no why. Nothing more will I teach you today. Set me down. But there's so much that I need to know so no, that I can... clear your mind of questions and set me down! All right, right here. Hi, R2. You've been watching after my gear, huh? I'll take it. Thanks. Master, I'm gonna take R2 and recharge his power reserves. I'll, uh... I'll be back in about... To... Oh. What is it? I don't know, there's... Something not right in this place. I feel cold. Master, please look at me. What do you sense? Death. That cave there, under that tree, there's something I can't quite see. That place is strong with the dark side. A domain. Of evil it is. I can feel it. Mm -hmm. I will smell it. Into it. You must go. But why? Told you I have. There is no why. What's in there? Only what you take into the cave with you. Luke Skywalker. All right. If you say so, I'll go. Your weapons. You will not need them. Your blaster not, nor your lightsaber. What? You will not need them. But yours is the decision. I think... I'll keep them with me. R2, stay here. I'll be back. Answer me. I know you're here. I can feel it. Show yourself. You. Well, why don't you say something? You know who I am, don't you? I'm Ben Kenobi's friend. Skywalker's son! Come on! Stand your ground! Vader. His face. When the mask fell away. What? It was mine. Vader's face was mine. Think, feel, calmly. Focus yourself, and all other things will come to you. What said I to you? You said... You said that what was in the cave was only what I took in with me. Yes. Oh, but what have I learned? You must say. 
My enemy's face. My enemy's face is my own. Across the gulfs of interstellar space, Luke's friends are about to come into terrible danger. Darth Vader prepares to strike in the name of Imperial tyranny. But no battle is more fierce than the one raging within Luke Skywalker as he faces the trials and perils of the way of the Jedi. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back by Brian Daly, based on characters and situations created by George Lucas. Featured in the cast were Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, John Lithgow as Yoda, and Brock Peters as Darth Vader. Also heard were Bernard Behrens, Paul Hecht, and David Rashi. This is Ken Hiller. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back was directed by John Madden with Tom Vaguely. Sound design for Lucasfilm by Ben Burt. Music by John Williams. Casting and production coordination by Mel Saar. The executive producer was John Boss. Post-production was realized at Studio M in St. Paul on the 3M digital mastering system by Tom Vaguely. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back was produced by National Public Radio in association with KUSC-FM Los Angeles with the cooperation of Lucasfilm Limited.